Recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Is that games? <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it's that games. It is. Uh, I'm Melee. And I'm Toby. Let's but, rile it up. Yeah, we got, <laughs> we need to start relaxing oh, so that we can okay. get, you know, a lot more hardcore. Oh. What are we going hardcore for today? Um, Relaxing casual puzzle games is uh, one thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hardcore puzzle cards. Yeah. Games. Nice and relaxing. Yeah. But still. Hardcore! Uh, we've got some <laughs> hardcore interviews. Oh, yeah? And some hardcore news. Oh, oh, yes. There is some hardcore news. Well. Can we hardcore relax? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll have, have to, to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, we'll have to stay with us, see if we can achieve this. Achieve, achieve the relaxed. Yeah. Hardcore relax. How, have you been? I've been trying to hardcore relax. Have you been succeeding? <laughs> well, I tried, I've tried. i been trying to find a game to relax to when mm-hmm. you have a small child, and that has been a bit of a balancing act. So far, I'm trying Garden Story, which is a new indie game, and I keep picking it up and putting it down, picking it up, putting it down, picking it up, putting it down, but hopefully, at some point, I'll manage to complete you know, more than just the tutorial level, like I haven't, <laughs> like I have with the last few games I've picked up. But we'll see how it goes. How about yourself? What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing a few things, mm-hmm. um, but in in the vein of hardcore relaxing, I've been playing Dorf Romantic. Ah, yes, um, the one for the review. Yes, yes. Mm. I have not been doing very well at it, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I enjoy it greatly. Yeah, oh, good. No, yes. it, is, it is a game that I've seen, and I'm looking forward to that review because that's something that I that's a game that I have been wanting to pick up. Mm. Mm. Well, I hope I can persuade you to, well, yeah, we'll see. further persuade you. <laughs> further persuade. <laughs> but I think now is the time for some news. Some some hardcore. Some hardcore. Gaming news. Gaming news. Here we go. This week in gaming news. Nintendo in the headlines, Special Olympics and Microsoft team up for gaming for inclusion, and some game bites. Nintendo in the headlines. On the 18th of August, a Pokemon Presents by Nintendo revealed several updates to their mobile Pokemon franchise, the most notable being that Pokemon Unite would be coming to mobile with crossplay available on September 22nd. The Present also announced two new Pokemon are slated to join in future updates, Mamoswine and Sylveon. Nintendo also confirmed the release of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl for the 19th of November, and a surprise Switch Lite Dialia and Palkia edition available on November 5th. For this generation remake, they showed off partner Pokemon, customizing your Pokeball with stickers to personalize the Pokeball release effects, revitalized minigames, outfit personalization, and that personalizing your underground base with statues will gain you access to specific types of Pokemon hideaways new to this remake. Lastly, Pokemon Legends Arceus. It was confirmed this game will take place in Hisui, an early age of the Hinoe region, 
and that in it you will survey, observe and capture Pokemon. In new developments to this generation you will be able to be attacked by Pokemon outside of combat and that there will be two new combat styles of Strong and Agile. This change puts a strategic edge to the move economy as they will allow for heavier but slower or multiple attacks per round of combat. Nintendo also showed off new region specific evolutions and type changes as well as mounts available for fast travel within this open world game. Pokemon Legends Arceus will be released on January 28, 2022. Special Olympics Gaming for Inclusion hosted by Microsoft Microsoft has teamed up with Special Olympics to create the inaugural bracketed eSports tournament named Gaming for Inclusion. This event has evolved from the Xbox Virtual Gaming event of May 2020, which aimed to combat the effects of loneliness and isolation due to the pandemic. This time round, Special Olympians and unified partners will participate in a bracket-style tournament over several days in September with the aim to showcase the power of inclusion through sport. Each day of the event is dedicated to its own game, Sunday 12th Rocket League, Monday 13th Forza 7, and Tuesday 14th Madden 22. Participants are awarded the chance to play with celebrity supporters of the Special Olympics to be hosted on Saturday the 18th. The event will be organised by Microsoft's online esports platform Smash.gg and live streamed on Xbox Twitch's channel and the Special Olympics YouTube channel. And now for some game bites. Activision Blizzard let go of two of the employees seen in the 2013 picture of the infamous Cosby Suite following the lawsuit announcement last month. Jesse McCree and Jonathan LaCraft's departure was announced internally without an official statement. Journey to the Savage Planet's developers have reformed under the title Raccoon Logic after being unceremoniously dropped following the failure of Google Stadia. They retained the rights to Savage Planet and have received investment funding from Tencent to bankroll the announced future project. Boyfriend Dungeon have promised to update their content warning after complaints from their player base that the warning doesn't go far enough. Developer Kitfox Games quickly apologised via Twitter for any hurt caused and reassured players that the warning would be updated shortly. To learn more about these headlines, head over to our Facebook page at ZEDGamesAU. And finally, the upcoming game releases. On Friday 20th, the release of Ghosts of Tsushima's Director's Cut is coming to PS4 and 5, Heart Chain Kitty is coming to Switch, and Madden 22 is coming to PC, PS4 and 5, and Xbox One and Series X. On Tuesday 24th, Alien franchised online team shooter Alien Fireteam Elite comes to PC, PS4 and 5, and Xbox One and Series X. Turn-based tactical RPG King's Bounty comes to PC, Switch, PS4 and Xbox One, and the long-awaited sequel, Psychonauts 2, comes to PC and Xbox One and Series X. Finally, on Thursday 26th, the arcade game Have a Blast comes to PC and Switch, and PC Gamer's 2013 Game of the Year and its sequel, Spelunky and Spelunky 2, come out on the Switch. And that's all this week in gaming news. Thanks for that, Toby. That's absolutely fine. Um, <laughs> as a few, I wrote that after watching the eleven o'clock last night. Uh, what was that? The live stream from the Pokemon Direct, Pokemon Presents, um, and the Arceus thing. I'd like to reclarify that they've actually completely changed combat. It's um, you can change in the Pokemon Legends Arceus. There's it's the speed of the Pokemon dictates how many, like how often you can attack. And instead oh. of it being just your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn, it's your speed to take dictates huh. like, I will get to attack now and then in three more seconds, whereas your character, the thing yeah. will be, and it's, and you can speed them up, slow them down with the differences of the strength and agility focus. That it's, seems like a very big change to the it system. It is. <laughs> and, you know, I, 
being able to attack get attacked when you don't have a pet out means you black out rather yeah. than it being I, the, the, those two big things are something that I'm really looking forward to visually all of the above could <laughs> be a little bit better like there there is there is the people who are like why isn't it as good as link and I'm like as good as link <laughs> and I'm like but you know it's it's Pokemon. I, mean, I, I feel like it, <laughs> I'd find it kind of weird mm-hmm. if it was the the top tier graphics that you could get in a Pokemon game. Especially on the Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's a little powerhouse machine, but yeah, it's still got a limited ability to pump out, you know, rendered visuals of trees. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the trees are the problem, not the... Pokemon themselves. Not the Pokemon, not the Pokemon moving, moving around all over the place or anything like that. No, no. Not, none of that. Um, but yeah, some of the other things in there, the Special Olympics, I really like the idea that the Special Olympics and Microsoft hosting some more uh, inclusive events to try and bring people out of hiding. Yeah, yeah. It's good, but it, it made me... My immediate thought was that a lot of the games that they'd be playing... Mm-hmm. aren't necessarily inclusive in themselves. But I guess yeah. if they're part of this, they'd find a way to work to make it more so. Yeah. But, I don't know, games aren't mm. always accessible. Yeah, they are. I will admit, there is a the caveat at the end of that article was that in the, the Smash.gg uh, website that they're utilising to... Uh, organize this whole platform they're actually going to be training people up to maintain uh more to increase the inclusivity of future um events and also help people learn the games more and to create more competitions in local areas so yeah that was something that i was really really happy about as well Mm -hmm. um x activision blizzard these things they happen yeah yeah there's uh what was it ubisoft's also coming back into the market with um that kind of stuff as well. There's more articles coming out about movies. I'll have to have a look into that one, yeah. guys. There's more stuff. Um, Can't get enough. It never, it never stops, does it? Like, come on, guys. Just be fair. Be yeah. fair, be nice. But they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> be but unfair, be mean. No. Come on, advocate. It's not be very fair. hardcore of you. Um, I think being, I think advocating for a fellow human being is hardcore. You're right. I can't <laughs> think of anything more hardcore. That is hardcore. Um, I just, I also, uh, to me, the, the thing in your mm. new segment that stood out the most, I just want to bring it up, is mm. Psychonauts 2 is oh, coming yeah. out, and I'm very, very, very excited. <laughs> That's, there, was, there was reasons why I just went, I'm just going to mention this and not yes. say anything about Psychonauts. <laughs> I'm very excited. <laughs> what are you excited about for Psychonauts? Um... How psycho things will get. <laughs> <laughs> how weird life can be. I don't know. It's it's a it's, it's one of those games mm-hmm. that is special. It's cool. Yeah. It, it's it's played a big role in my gaming history, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and then there's a sequel. Coming. There's a sequel, yeah, cool. and you can be even weirder. And I can probably be good at it this time because <laughs> the first time took me so long to uh, beat. I yeah, I know that feeling. Like yeah. I wanted to pick up Abe's the new Abe oh, Odyssey yeah. because I have such fond memories of the previous <laughs> ones, and they've added new mechanics. And I'm just like, I don't, no, just let them tell me to. F- I just want to get them to follow me and go away and fire at them. 
I'm just keeping my fingers crossed there's no meat circus in Ooh. Psychonauts 2. That's was there I mean. a meat circus in Psychonauts? It was the worst level. Oh, that sounds hard. amazing to me. <laughs> I love I love creepy cra- it ke- was creepy crazies. Cool as a level. It yeah. was just hard and hard I was as... a child. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I uh I open my mouth to welcome you back mm. to uh, this radio show, dear listeners, and um, the the craziest things come out. I, I don't know. Mm. I, don't, I don't know. Blueberry. Blueberry. Aardvark. Aardvark. All that. Yeah. I'm Haley. <laughs> I'm, no. I'm here with, with Toby. <laughs> this is Zed Games. Uh, but it's not our time. <gasps> we need to go away now. Oh. And I will leave you, dear listeners, in the capable hands of Zara. We come back, right? Yeah, we'll, we will be back. Oh, good. So don't don't go anywhere. No. Come we'll, we will be coming back. But for now, Zara has a story to tell to the masses. Well, my ear more, holes are open. Yes. Good. I hope, <laughs> <laughs> I hope everyone's ear holes are open. Open your ear holes and listen to Zara. <laughs> us tonight is Dylan from Vault Games. First of all, thank you for um, having this interview with me, Dylan. No worries. Welcome. Why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Well, my name is Dylan. I'm one of the three owners of Vault Games uh, here in Brisbane, and we've been running the store for five years now, and then we're an online store for two years prior to that, where we did like pop-up events around Brisbane. Awesome. So, one of the owners of Vault Games. What is Vault Games and what is it that you all do there? All right. So at Vault, we we are a board game store primarily. So if you're looking for a board game, uh, an RPG book, a mini dice, whatever, we've we've usually got it all here for you. Uh, we also have an online store as well uh, at vaultgames.com.au where you can order online and pick up from store or we'll get it shipped out to you. Uh, but we're also a play space. So we have a library of over 300 board games that you can play here in store. Uh, we've got table space for even under COVID restrictions up to around 50 people. Uh, and we're also licensed. So you can enjoy a beer or cider while you game. What other activities are available? Uh, yeah, so we, we have a, a painting station of all of our uh, all of the paints that you can get in store uh, that you can come in and use and paint your own minis. All of our staff are versed in, in how to paint as well, so they can give you some tips and tricks and show you how to do it. We run events uh, nearly every day now with different types of games being played, like Magic the Gathering or Flesh and Blood TCG or Dungeons and Dragons, all that kind of stuff. Um, with the occasional like monthly event, like a learn to paint event or a, a learn to play D&D scenario, all those kind of things. Fantastic. Okay, so you have quite a lot going on at Vault Games. A lot of board games. Can you give us a brief list of what games you have available? Well, in the in the library for board games, we have the classics, you know, like Cluedo and Monopoly and the Game of Life, all that kind of stuff. But we also have a lot of the newer range of board games. So pretty much like a board game renaissance happened in the last like 10 years. So we've got newer games like uh, Ticket to Ride, Small World, Coup, Werewolf. Settles of Catan is a big one that uh, got a new edition a couple of years back. Lots of unique games that aren't the typical ones you would see pulled out at your at your family's uh christmas dinner you know yeah 
just a huge variety of board games for a pretty oh yeah e- and every game's different too like yeah. everyone has a different flavor like there's people that enjoy the more engine building euro style games where they can snowball their way to victory there's other games where you can backstab your opponents and make alliances and immediately break them like <laughs> rising sun or game of thrones it's yeah it, it's it's there's different flavors for different people you know that's it's awesome so for the more competitive spirits among us i believe you you also host tournaments so in terms of like a lot of our events are more casual focused so you can just come in and play every week but we do have a few competitive things like uh we're running a massive competitive event just this weekend uh for flesh and blood tcg called the road to nationals which uh, is a stepping stone into like the the world tour of this new card game. Uh, we've got a monthly board gaming tournament that we do. This the the next one's coming up at the end of August for Terraforming Mars. Awesome. Yeah, th- those are the two major ones, really. Yeah. But... Even Blood Bowl too, which is essentially like fantasy fantasy football. Yes. Um. Woo. It's, it's it's like playing Gridiron, but with elves and dwarves and and lizard men. So. Tabletop spaces, play spaces aren't exactly new, but they are changing pretty quickly. Why did you create Vault Games and what did it take to get to this point? Uh, Vault Games kind of started out as a pop-up events kind of thing. We did for two years where we popped up at conventions and um, at a couple of burger joints around Brisbane. Uh, And the key to us was just finding a, a nice, open, welcoming place to play. A lot of the stores I went to were still in that older mentality of of um of gaming stores yeah uh, which are very locked off to to new and younger crowds so we we took that when we when we had the ability to open our physical store we took that mentality of ours of being professional and modern and clean um to and a real service focused business and wanted to create that space because it didn't really exist for us back then yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's definitely done. It, it's, it's hard work. It's much harder to start a business out when that's based on community, when you have a very small community at the start. Um, but now that we're a couple of years into it, it's, it's allowed us to weather some of the harshest stuff, particularly over COVID in the last year. Yeah. Which is really cool to see that you managed to become so established with a community. Like you've created a community that has been able to keep you to help you weather through some of the more difficult times yeah and that's and that's the key aspect too is we 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 love our community and we focus on on building that community and not necessarily trying to steal it from other places like we bring new people into the hobby we we bring people who are out of the hobby back into it and we focus on generating that new uh that ground level support to yeah. kind of swell up and help us out and then that kind of flows out because there's more board game stores starting to pop up now out of it so that's I, I guess we kind of make our own competition a little bit too but but yeah that's just what happens it can be pretty intimidating getting into a hobby and going to a space where other hobbyists hang out and there is a bit of a history of gatekeeping in these kind of spaces but it's really really cool to see that you're created this welcoming open space that people can get into the hobby through and then they just carry it with them yeah let's say i walk in with a group of friends and we're looking to spend a few hours playing board games together how does that experience play out from booking to any related cost to what is expected of your patrons so we have a table booking system where you can pay ten dollars to have a table reserved for you uh for you and and three other friends and that that um that's all online and that that like 
you can't book when we're running special events and all that kind of as well. Like the whole system prevents yeah. that. Uh, and with that, you get like, you're exempt from our purchase to play system. Because what we do in the, here in the store is we don't charge, we don't generally charge for people to come in and play. Like for us, that was always like a big stopping point. We don't, we don't believe that money should be like a, a gate to stop people from enjoying themselves and enjoying the community. So what we do is we have a purchase to play requirement for anyone that comes in the store. So that's literally just buying a snack or a drink when you come in, which you're likely going to do anyway. Um, but that just like makes sure that, hey, you're here and there is, you are like supporting the community as well while being a part of it. Um, and that's and that's really it. So even if you don't book online, you can just walk in the door, grab yourself a Coke and, and sit down um, and enjoy our library. Sounds super affordable, super easy. So hypothetically, what if I didn't have any friends who were interested in Dungeons and Dragons or basically any other game, but I really, really want to play? Are there groups I could join for like those uh, nomads? Yeah, look, if you're if you're based in Brisbane and you want to come in and play with us here at Vault Games, like we've got a myriad of Facebook groups that you can join. So we've got like board games and LCGs at Vault Games that you can join to look at board games. We've got the RPG Society at Vault Games. These are all on Facebook. Um, if you want to join our Discord server, which there'll be a link on our Facebook page um, that you can speak to other members of the community and start arranging your own stuff. I see that you also have a library service for your board games. How does that work? Uh, so we have our, our 300 games in the library. You can actually hire them out and take them home with up with you for up to two weeks at a time. Uh, so there's like three different levels for like gold, silver, platinum based on how expensive the game is or even how hard it is because we've got to replace because we've got a few games in there that are um, out of print now. Um, so uh, you can you can basically pay a monthly fee and take away a game for up to two weeks at a time uh, and then bring it back. You can hire out again. You can keep doing that as, as long as you're subscribed. It's There's no time limit, whatever. You can just only have like one or two games out at a time and for two weeks at a time at most. You can, for like $13 or $14, was it $14 a month, you can, um, you can test out a game before you decide it's something you want to play. Where can people find you, both in the meat space and on social media? Uh, so in the real world, you can find us at uh, 62 Queen Street. We're on the mall. Up, find us down, down the George Street end of the mall. If you go online to vaultgames.com.au, you can order from us online, find all the information out from Vault Games on there. Uh, and you can find us on Facebook as well at Vault Games. Um, and you'll find links to our Discord server where you can communicate with everyone in the community, ask questions, hang out, you know, all that kind of stuff. Uh, we also are streaming on Twitch. Since uh, lockdown last year, we've been streaming on Twitch every week. So you can go to twitch.tv slash vaultgameslive and hang out with us and play games. I've got one last question for you, Dylan. It's probably the most important. What's your favorite game? I hate this question. Uh, <laughs> it changes on a regular basis. Uh, so in terms of favorite game, there's a game, the game that I always come back to uh, is usually Game of Thrones, the board game. Uh, a, a good game of that takes about eight hours to play with, uh, with seven other friends. And it's, it's a really great game if you just don't want to have friends for four to eight hours. It's not Monopoly. It's a little bit more... <laughs> Absolutely <strategic>. not. It <laughs> is very cutthroat. <laughs> So that's all the questions I have for you, Dylan. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to have this interview with us and for allowing us to get to know you and Vault Games and the community that you have. No worries. Thanks so much. Welcome back. Zed Games. That was Zed Games. 
Thank you for your... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zara, for taking a wonderful interview there with... <laughs> vault games. Vault games. Oh, said said games. <laughs> no, said said games and vault games. Said games and vault games. Yeah. Friends forever. Mm, yeah, living in our ear, ear holes forever. Yeah. Yeah. We we have similar passions for mm. board games. Games. Yeah. Game Hardcore games. board games. God, I wouldn't but mind chill playing board those. Games. Chill, chill board games as well. Yeah. And the elusive hardcore chill. Hardcore chill. Maybe if it's out there. This is Zed Games. I'm Maylee. I'm in the studio here with Toby. Root, root. And I think it's time that I share with you the tale of my interactions with the video game Dorf Romantic. But it's it's something that I have prepared for you in advance. So I now leave you in my capable hands. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Dorf Romantic is the debut game of German developer Tokana Interactive, a small indie team that met and formed while studying. It's a peaceful city builder-esque strategy and puzzle game where you create beautiful, simple and limitless landscapes by placing tiles. The game came out for early access on the 25th of March 2021 and is due for full release later this year on both PC and Nintendo Switch. In Dorf Romantic, you wield a stack of landscape tiles, of which you can only see the top three, and one by one you place them into the world. There are only a handful of things that might show up on any given tile – village houses, railway track, crop fields, river segments, and or trees. Your job is to blend them together to build a sprawling landscape that weaves in all directions, and as you do, it comes to life. The windmill turns, the boat sails the lake, and the train travels your tracks trailed with a big plume of white fluffy smoke. It also offers long-term goals in unique tiles and biomes to unlock that enrich the diverse environment's look. You get points for each tile you place, based on how well it fits into that spot, and while I was always driven to get a higher score than my last playthrough, I rarely considered what the game would think of my tile placements before putting them there. I became engrossed in this picturesque countryside, and was driven only by what I found aesthetically pleasing. The greatest limit to the world you can create is the finite number of tiles in your stack. Once you run out of them, the game's over. Thankfully though, you can earn more tiles from completing quests, perfect tile placement, and completing tile chains. The simplistic gameplay loops are easy to enjoy in short stretches, designed for you to slot small moments of peace into any busy schedule. It's a simple game and it's relaxing, but it's still challenging and sustains your engagement. If the concept sounds interesting, but the limits sound frustrating, you might be happy to hear that the save points and a creative mode are currently in beta and aren't far away at all. Dorf Romantic's original soundtrack by Larissa Okada and Paigo Celes is a collection of soothing and beautiful music. It never distracts from the game itself, but helps the player slide into this warm and nostalgic world. The tracks could easily play behind scenes of country memories or exploring the vast countryside. Sound effects in Dorf Romantic are limited but purposeful. An ambient soundscape deepens the peaceful world, with cows grazing, birds tweeting, children playing, and more. The tiles also have a sound to them. Hovering a tile over the board, rotating it in place, and setting it down are all accompanied by soft, distinct clicks. 
they'd be easy to overlook, but they invoke the tactile sensation of Dorf Romantic's board game cousins. Playing Dorf Romantic was a meditative experience for me. Sometimes I'd just be really stressed out and open it up to get my mind off things, and it worked every time. I could just focus on placing the tiles in rhythm, growing my villages, and guiding the landscape. Honestly, it's not an incredibly deep game. It doesn't have hidden mechanics or a rich story or groundbreaking gameplay, but it doesn't need them. It's just good. It offers a solid frame, pleasing visuals, gentle music, and a beautifully simple world I never grew tired of. Games. I'm Maylee. And I'm Toby. And that was a wonderful review that we skipped right past or talking about. But yeah. thank you, Maylee. That was lovely relaxing after all of that hardcore relax hardcore. earlier. Yeah. I do like it. Um I love love me some Dorf Romantic. Mm. Definitely I, something I want to pick up. Yeah. Check it out. Absolutely. World. In my wonderful relaxed voice, I will definitely <laughs> pick up Dorf Romantic. But we're hitting the end of the hour. And it's that time. We have it to is. <gasps> but. We'll be back. We'll be back. As in your ear holes. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll never leave your ear holes forever. Yes. <laughs> Permanent residents of your ear holes. Uh, I hate this. I hope this <laughs> ends tonight and is never brought back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Have a wonderful night. We'll see you all again. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.